Color me suspicious when someone knows the election results before the people tabulating the election results actually know. Get ready for the uncloseted conservative hour you've been waiting for. No censors, no fake news, just facts and the freedom to speak them. Friends, if you are still in the conservative closet, I've got one question for you. Why? We've sat in silence. We've been on the sidelines for years. How has it been working out? That's why it's an uncloseted conservative revolution right here, right now. Let's get into it. to us was a municipal election in April of 2021. A city council election was held in Mesa County. And it was, again, this is a 70% red community. We had fantastic candidates who were running for city council. We had one incumbent, you know, just these great men in the community who had stepped up to run. And then we had four other people. One of them was Governor Polis's protégés and his governor program that he ran. So clearly he wasn't going to get elected in this community. And then the other three were just known kind of middle of the road, moderate Democrats. And they just, there was nothing exciting about them to compel people to vote for them. And so the election night happened. The conservative candidates had so much traction. People were excited to vote for them. By the showing of people, you knew, okay, this is awesome. People are really with them. The city council election went exactly the opposite. All four of the leftist progressive candidates won. Not even the incumbent maintained his seat. And then finding out that one of the candidates that won knew that he had won and who else had won about 30 minutes before the election results, before I published the election results, before I even knew what the election results were, shocked me. 30 minutes before the election was called, they knew they had won. The campaign manager announced that all four had won, to their surprise, by the way, they were surprised that all four had won, and they also knew the margins of their win. That's impossible. No one knows what those results are until we upload them and publish them. Now, the clerk and recorder didn't even know who the winner was for 30 more minutes and hadn't announced it until 7 p.m. I, I just felt sick in my stomach. It was one of those moments when you, when the light bulb goes off and you say, there's something wrong here. It's that gut feeling that something is not right. Welcome back to The Joe Mobley Show. I am Joe Mobley, your host. Guys, thanks for joining us on today's uh, episode. It is Friday, and I'm actually not here. I'm in the car right now. Actually, I should be there by now. I'm not sure. No, I think I'm in a car on my way to New Jersey uh, to surprise my dad, which is fine because he's not going to see this until after the surprise. So, surprise. Um, just, I guess, just me and Dale uh, now. Uh, but anyway, we've got an episode today. If you haven't noticed, it's going to be about elections and what action you need to take so we can unscrew the elections. Elections are election to name only at this point in the United States. It's not 
that we're trying to stop ourselves from becoming a banana republic. We are trying to go back from the banana republic we have with the selected government and going back to uh, democratic elections. Guys, the show is presented by ZStack. So Dr. Zelenko, a wonderful guy with a wonderful story um, who was uh, taken from us too soon. But um, as my friend Casey Gate says, Dr. Z lives on in me. He can live on in you as well. You can get uh, all of the wonderful products that you need to boost your immune system, to keep yourself strong and resilient. Uh, so you don't have to keep taking boosters and vaccines and all of this uh, weird experimental stuff with aluminum and all kinds of other toxins in it. Uh, go to thejomobleyshow.com slash ZStack and the uh, the discount will be applied. The promo code is Mobley. Mobley is spelled M-O-B-L-E-Y. Your phone's going to auto-correct it, auto-correct it to monkey. I'm not offended. It happens. Make sure that you change it back to Mobley. That's M-O-B-L-E-Y. Go to thejomobleyshow.com slash ZStack to stack up your immune system right now. Guys, we have Gail Golick on the show. You know her, you love her. She's been here before, and I'm sure she'll be here again uh, unless I just take her off today. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. But we're going to be talking about Arizona. We're going to be talking about the elections there, the implications for nationwide elections, what you need to do literally today, Monday at the latest. Uh, we're also going to be talking about uh, how you can help out in funding her lawsuit uh, all that more, and it all starts right now. Gail, how are you, my friend? I am well, Joe. Thank you very much. And uh, it's a pleasure to be back here. And I look forward to joining you again. Awesome. Woo! All right. She's coming back. You heard it here first, guys. That's yes. the scoop. Uh, the scoop of all <laughs> scoops. So we were on... Uh, our our very secret, not so secret Patriot call uh, this week. Us and some Patriots and probably some you know NSA guys or whatever. They're always wondering what we're doing um, on Tuesday night. And I was listening to you speak, and I just texted you. I said, "Holy crap!" I didn't say "Holy crap," but in my mind, I said, "Holy crap!" Like we need to talk about this. I have not known about this, and that's the thing. Like I am one of the people who's like always on Twitter, always looking at the news. And I knew that an effort like this would happen, but I didn't know it was here. Guys, they are getting ready to get rid of all of the evidence from the 2020 election. Um, and I've challenged you all to stop saying unbelievable because just about everything is believable uh, that these ridiculous people will do. Um, but you know better than I do. So talk to us about what's going on uh, with the voting records and why everyone needs to get something called a cast vote record. Absolutely. So yes, um, a cast vote record is basically the sequence of the ballots as they're entered into the system. So you get to see what was happening on election day, before election day. You know, in Arizona, we have uh, 30 days of election day. Well, actually, it looks like about 40 in our case um, of election days. But you want to you'll get to see exactly what's going on of the ballots when they were input, what they look like and what they look like afterward um, with the adjudication. And this is called a cast vote record. Now, in many states, 
federally across the United States. Uh, now I can't remember the USD Co. 52. I don't remember what it is. Anyway, bottom line is after 24 months, all of the voting records can be destroyed. So that means by September 3rd, if you do not put this request in to get your cast vote record to your county recorder, county elections department, you'll have to do a little research here. In Arizona, it's the county recorder. Uh, you may never get it again, but I've made it very easy for everybody to do this. And so has uh, Mike Lindell at frankspeech.com. So specifically, you can go to my Rumble channel and you can look at this quick 10 minute video and it'll give you a little idea of what to do. And then if you go into the description of the video, you'll see an email that I crafted for my county recorder. And it tells you exactly what you're looking for. The pre-ballot image as it goes into the machine, the post-ballot image as it go, after the adjudication changes, pre and post Excel spreadsheets, pre and post text files, pre and post JSON files. Again, don't expect you to know what it is and you don't even actually need to know what this is, right? Um, because all you need to do is get these files. They may be large. You might need to get them on a USB stick or hard drive or something like that. But when you get these files, what you'll do is you will email to castvoterecords at frankspeech.com your records. And they may be too big, so you'll you know just email them. They'll get back to you. They'll give you information on how to get this cast vote record to them. What we're doing is we are looking for patterns um, across the United States of algorithms that these machines are using. There is... It is no longer even questionable. It is 100% proven that these machines have um, vulnerabilities that have been exploited. And they have been doing this for many years. I went to the Moment of Truth Summit that was held in Springfield, Missouri this past weekend. And by the way, again, on my Rumble channel, it says Call to Action, Help Save America. Um, that's the name of the video. When you go in there, you'll get a link as well to the entire summit on frankspeech.com. It's, um, it's from start to finish. And you will be blown away by how much information we have. I but watched really a bunch important. of it. I, I was watching it. Um, I was watching it last night and some this morning. I watched... Um, uh, I watched Selection Code like an hour ago. Uh, yeah, this guys, this stuff will blow your mind, and and you're not going to hear it on MSNBC or CNN. It's definitely not going to be on YouTube. And if it's tweeted or posted or anything like that anywhere, it's either going to be covered up or removed completely, guaranteed. Uh, but sorry, go ahead. No, no, I, I appreciate you interjecting because I can be long-winded sometimes. But it's really very important. Um, and, I, and I came up with this idea for a strategy today, how to best do this. Because we really only need one copy of this record, right? So not everybody has to do this. And um, there's also a link. It's ordoctoros um, that you can go to. You can go to your state and see what counties have it. But I thought, okay, why don't we just go to the GOP office, so the Arizona State GOP, Find a chairperson of the legislative district in 
one of the counties, you know, each county of that state, all you need is one person. You send them what I am in my description and you say, please submit this. At least we have it in each county. Now, it may be different in each state where you have to actually live in that county in order to request it from the county. I don't know. In Arizona, I don't believe you have to live in that county to get there, but you don't want to let this slide based upon standing, right? So mm -hmm. it's really important to grab this cast vote records and get them over to the Lindell team. And we have got experts um, that are going to be going through this data and just adding to our, um, our case, you know, for absolute proof of the manipulation and orchestration of our elections to predetermined results. And that's what it's been for many years. So um, listening Tuesday and watching in the days after, there's so much that a lot of people don't know. Um, I was not tracking the ballot <laughs> images, that there were actually two ballot images. And it's funny because I heard it before, but I didn't hear it. Like it didn't land. This is that classic thing, like Jovan Hunt and Pulitzer, he's speaking to the Georgia um, Senate hearing or one of the Georgia hearings. This was like a while back. And he was saying, hey, when you scan QR codes or we're looking at barcodes, you don't know what happens. It's the same thing. You go to the grocery store, you grab a banana, it's code 4848, and you scan it, but instead it checks out a tomato in the inventory. You left with the physical banana, but the computer said that a tomato was sold. He said, "We, you can't read a barcode with your eyes. Well, there's the ballot image. That's a picture of the ballot that you that you wrote on. You know, maybe you did your little bubbles here in Virginia, at least in Loudoun County, we had the little bubbles. And I put that into the machine because I vote in person on the day like you're supposed to. Uh, and I put that into the machine. The machine takes a picture of that. So there's a second ballot image. And in, in the stuff that you're asking us to request, um, which, guys, this is going to be down in the description. It's right there. Uh, there's links to everything that she's mentioning, okay? Links to the Rumble video. Please go and subscribe to her Rumble channel. It's Gail Golick. You don't have to worry about spelling it. I will spell it for you. The link is below. Uh, if you're a radio listener, just kidding, I will spell it for you. Um, it's Gail, G-A-I-L, Golic, G-O-L-E-C. Um, but click on the stuff, ask for all of these documents because what we need is a preponderance of evidence. We don't need little cases here and there. Well, actually we do. We need little cases here and there, but we need to send it to the Lindell team. This is why I'm telling you guys to use Votify now. Uh, .org, get the Votify app on your phone so you can record, take videos. You can send all that stuff so someone has it. This is how anecdotes turn into intelligence, turns into prosecution. This is how we get the country back. Um, but uh, can you talk to us about the importance of getting all the data that you can, both ballot images, um, because this stuff is going to go up in flames. They're, they're going to control, alt, delete everything. They're very, if you think that they're going to hold on to these records for one second more than they lawfully have to, then you're smoking crack. You and Hunter Biden are, are bong buddies um, because as soon as they get the green light, all of this stuff is going to go up in smoke. 
Yeah. Well, you know, it's very ironic that you say that because, of course, in Arizona, we had the Hickman Penthouse fire, and I believe many of our ballots did go up in smoke, literally, here, when um, they had to stuff the ballots to match the count, and they didn't know what the heck to do with it. You know, we had 1,475 boxes, and 52 of them were, all, were only properly sealed. The other ones were all opened up, ruffled, ruffled through. We have um, multiple auditors that have said that they found um, tens of thousands of counterfeit ballots, meaning whether it be illegally made on a um, not the official PDF or, you know, the different types of paper and stuff like that that they used, um, pre-printed uh, ovals, um, which reminds me, I, I want to get this out there for your, for your, uh, for your, all of your listeners out there, for all of us patriots out there. Uh, in doing my lawsuit and everything like that, and we can talk about that in a minute, but I came to discover that one of the things that there, there is already a malicious code out there that Professor Halderman um, and his team of students from Michigan put together. And in 40 milliseconds, they can change the ovals and change the ballots and change your vote so that you cannot even tell what the image is. Even the, the first image may be incorrect. I mean, they can do this. This is something that we can do. They can do. I've got the white paper in my writ of mandamus. So one they've, of the things. They've always been able to do it, guys. Again. Well, with the auto mark, with the auto mark. But this is a little different. That, that there's, there's two different ones. So with auto mark, which is the database of ovals that were supposedly mm. created for the disability where people, they can do that through the adjudication process. This particular um, exploitation of the vulnerability that exists on the system itself is something that can be done that is not even visible to the naked eye, 40 milliseconds. And, um, and so it's not something that is done manually, it is done through code, so, hence selection code. Um, that, and so that's incredible. And cyber, and here's the thing. And people are like, oh, who's Gail? Gail's worked in cybersecurity for decades, folks. Th these are things that have always been a risk. Lest we forget, every single Republican won election, the machines are vulnerable. The Russians can hack. Oh, no, uh, there are these vulnerabilities here and there. But when the leftist elite do the selection code for themselves, then everything's fine. It's the safest, most secure elections, impenetrable, no connection to the internet, even though it says that they can connect to the internet, even though the hacker, you know, at Wendy's across the street, who is doing a public service, a white hat hacker, to see, oh, I wonder if I can get into this and 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 live stream it, can plainly show you, oh yeah, I can get in. And even way back in the 90s, when they were introducing this stuff, this is why, guys, you've got to go watch Selection Code like today. It's up on Rumble. You can watch it for free at selectioncode.com. You just go there and boom, it's right there. You just, all you have to do is hit start. And I mean, you might want to, you know, have a, a glass of Jack Daniels or something uh, there yeah. with you. Yeah. But it's, this it is, is nerve wracking. Well, here's a, here's a fix, okay? If we don't get rid of these machines before the general, 
my advice to everybody is um, what they found is that if you kind of color outside the lines, okay? So, you know, mm. you don't want to stay imperfectly. If, if they can't replace it almost perfectly, they won't do it. So make it scribbly, make it outside the lines. You know, and blue point, uh, blue ink is also another thing, another way to um, to do that. But you know what? Um, we are not coloring inside the lines anymore. So this is one way to do it. So that's one way to overcome that hack. We have to just continue to, to talk about these things. You know, if these machines were so darn secure as they complain, as they um, say that they are, then, you know, why aren't we using them for the nuclear codes, you know? I mean, why aren't we doing, why don't we just put them, you know, in, in the Department of Defense and, and run all of our defense off of them if they're so darn secure? I mean, the whole thing is absolutely ludicrous. I mean, they're like Windows 2000 Dell machines. It's And it, they're not supposed, well, okay, guys, it, it's not the machines that we're using right now to do this broadcast. They're not even supposed to be this sophisticated. They're supposed to accept a ballot, tab tabulate between just a few things. They're supposed to be glorified like electronic counting machines, tabulation machines. That's it. They're not supposed to have all these bells and whistles and all these crazy features. So Why? Why, why, why is the code so proprietary? Why can't people see it, inspect it, audit it? Why can't someone other than the United States government do penetration tests? When you tell me with a serious face in the cybersecurity realm that you don't want to do red team and blue team operations, that you don't want to do pen testing, you are full of it, okay? If your bank said, oh, we don't want to allow people to, uh, uh, good actors to penetration test, our system, you you leave that bank. Are you kidding? Just trust us. It's secure. We know what we're doing. Well, that brings me to my uh, writ of mandamus that I filed back on August 25th. So what I did on August 25th was I was trying to... So there was a program called The Pit that Catherine Algebrecht and Greg Phillips did that, that weekend. And there was a guy by the name of Harry Hari that was speaking about a FISMA risk assessment test. Well, I had never heard of a FISMA risk, risk assessment test. And so I said, huh, what, what is that? You know, so I started doing some research on this. And so long story short, um, basically um, in January in 2017, the Department of Homeland Security um, offered uh, additional authority to the, um, excuse me, the Department of Homeland Security designated the United States elections as critical infrastructure. The, I'm reading from my writ, thereby requiring the Federal Information Security Moner Modernization Act of 2014 to update the federal government's cybersecurity practices to include FISMA risk assessments pursuant to the Help America Vote Act. Um, and the Help America Vote Act, oh, I just clicked on my, I'm sorry, I just clicked on this. <laughs> I just clicked on my screen and it went away. So the Help America Vote Act of 2002 is um, many states 
have given the responsibility to the federal government to oversee the elections and what they do. And so that's why they brought in the EAC to, um, to provide guidelines. But in specifically in the Help America Vote Act, it says periodic assessments of the risk and magnitude of the harm that could result from the unauthorized access, use, disclosure, disruption, modification, or destruction of information and information systems that support the operations and assets of the agency need to be done. So basically, um, I, you know, I said need to be done, but that's bottom line is they need to be done. And then I put in there um, exactly what that is, um, the PDF under the government info package. I also um, went right to the CISA.gov publication and put the FISMA documents in there. And um, this, these documents, the, these assessment steps have not been done to the democracy suite voting systems um, it, that were used certainly in uh, Maricopa County. And um, we in Arizona, we specifically have laws that say that the, um, I'll, I'll read it to you, um, machines or devices used at any election for federal, state, or county office may only be certified for use in this state and may only be used in the state if they comply with the Help America Vote Act of 2002. And if these, and if those machines or devices have been tested and approved by a laboratory that is accredited pursuant to the Help America Vote Act of 2002. So bottom line is, is that they did not do these risk assessment tests. We know that they didn't do that. But on top of it, I actually, if you go to exhibit A of my document, um, and again, you can, uh, the, the link will be here in the description, I know. Um, but you go to the exhibit A, I, I actually have all the proof of all of the updates that they that they did. Um, and so, or did not do. And in addition to that, what I did include in my writ here was um, this uh, unclear batted automated ballot image manipulation. I, I put in there a file to that exact um, demonstration of what it can do. Um, and you know what these computer science um, and electrical engineering experts did from the University of Michigan. So I put that in there. I also had already um, filed complaints with the uh, Election Assistance Commission and Secretary Hobbs prior to my election, trying to get this um, these machines decertified based upon many different things. And I put documented all of that, as well as the. Um, security exploitations that um, were um, noted by the uh, CISA, um, Cyber in Infrastructure and Security Administration, um, that these are known vulnerabilities. There are nine known vulnerabilities that can be exploited and they were not fixed. So all of this stuff is in my writ. And what I asked for is the um, Secretary of State to be restrained from certifying the 2022 primary election, which she certified it this past week anyway. Um, and then I asked for the revocation of the certification of the democracy suite. And then I did run for Maricopa County Board of Supervisors who do oversee the elections here in Arizona. And um, I'm asking for the um, a hand count of the 2022 primary election. I should have asked for more 
Um, I should have asked for a uh, signature uh, validation as well. But you know what? Let's just go from here. As of right now, they have until August. I said that, that was filed on August 25th. That's not wrong. That's today. Um, but they have till August 27th to respond. The judge did see this. And um, and I do put I did put the minute entry in that link as well. And uh, he is ordering them to respond by August 27th. So tomorrow is a big day. Or actually, that would be Saturday. So I would imagine they should be doing something by tomorrow. Yeah, this stuff is unbelievable. There, uh, I, I used to bounce around in the classified cybersecurity realm as well, um, guys. There, there are a lot of technical aspects when you get into NIST, FISMA, um, CISA, all, all of these organizations and and these cybersecurity standards. If you're that type of person, um, NIST standard, I think it's 874, 800-74. Just type in NIST, N-I-S-T, cybersecurity. Google will find it for you. That's where you can see the risk and kind of the ramifications of these risks being exploited that Gail's talking about. You can see the if this, then that analysis because they talk about it. And it's all uh, publicly available stuff, um, the, the NIST standards are. Um, but if you're into that, it's probably a little too technical for us here on the show. If you are into that, maybe I'll put those links down below. Um, it was something that I've spent hours, maybe even years, uh, researching to to help just to do government stuff. Um, but here's the deal. There are some basic things that people like us are like, this is unacceptable in the voting system. Uh, if you've ever heard of a firefighter ID, this is something that they tried really hard to avoid in all of these hearings. Um, it was something that came up with, uh, her name just escaped me, uh, with Tina Peters and her, her entire case in, in Colorado. Um, but a firefighter ID is kind of like, we always like to make you feel like your system is private. So if you call Verizon or if you call Apple or if you call Dell or whatever, they'll ask all of your permission to get into your machine so you can see what they're doing. But there's a back doorway. The people that create systems and softwares create back doors. So when it's broken, especially broken beyond repair, so they can get into it and fix it with administrator permissions. Okay. If you've worked in SQL, if you've worked in, 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 and uh, anything involving client access for your IT infrastructure at work, you know that the IT guys, you usually say the nerds, they have a way into the system that is sometimes untraceable because the firefighter ID, everyone has the same login. Sometimes there are multiple logins and they're unique to individuals. These Dominion hacks have firefighter IDs to get into the, the machines that are supposedly not connected to the internet. Now, I don't know about you, anytime I've ever used a firefighter ID, you either have to physically connect to the system or you have to be getting into it wirelessly. This is how things are done in the digital age. They are trying everything they can to keep the realities of this, this voting shenanigan nonsense from the people. 
I'm not, maybe I'm saying that we need to go back to paper ballots. I would be fine with paper ballots. I would be fine with everyone who wants to vote. You show your ID and you just walk into a big gymnasium. And if you want to vote for this guy, stand over there. And that guy, stand over there or raise your hand or say I or whatever. I'd be fine with that. But we have got to get away from this electronic nonsense. Uh, but the most important thing, there's so many things from today's episode. The most important thing for you to do right now is you need to look up how to obtain a cast voting record wherever you physically live, wherever you vote, okay? If you're in the military and you're voting absentee, then wherever you are registered to vote, if this is important to you and you're listening to this program, so it is, you look up your place. Mine is Loudoun County, Virginia, cast voting record. How do I get it? And you email, include everyone on these emails. Include your county clerk. Include your local sheriff. I don't care. Your representative, your school board member, include everyone. This needs to be public release everywhere. We need to go wide with this. Otherwise, they're going to get away with it. They're going to scrub the records. If you don't get your record, then there will be no record of it. So you have to request it. We can't request it for you uh, unless your state allows other residents to request records, which could be kind of weird, um, especially since, you know, ballots are supposed to be anonymous and blah, blah, blah. But well, do, do none this of before this you watch the videos. Go ahead. Yeah, none of this will, um, none of the information that you get from the cast vote records um, will have any um, identifiable information as far as a voter goes. And you may find that some of the clerks don't even know how to do this or what to do. Um, in my, um, in, my description of my in my video, there's a link to an ebook that Mike Lindell put together. And again, go to frankspeech.com. You can see some more information. But I did put a, you know, a Google Doc link in there for, to download that. And there's actually instructions. So if you're an ESS, ESNS, um, this is how you can give the clerk instructions. You know, go to file this. And if you're, uh, you know, Dominion, I mean, they've got screenshots. Um, so you can tell your clerks how to get these cast vote records. Um, and that's all in that book too. And it really is very important. And I want to mention another thing that you can also do, and this is a call out to Wisconsin, especially Wisconsin, if you are listening, you have the ability to get a copy, scan your ballots. You have the ability to scan your ballots. Um, I did not, I'll have to get you the, uh, the link Joe, but um, you can preserve your ballots and get a scan of your ballots in Wisconsin. And there are other states that you can actually do this and you can go in and you can request them. It was granted. I just had another um, uh, uh, another email from my, uh, my friend who is working on this and he just got it granted again in another state. I think it was, oh gosh, Virginia. It might've even been. Um, yeah, so... It's pretty amazing that we can do this. And we're running out of time, unfortunately, but we can still do this. So you can, you know, I suggest you take a look at, at even trying to scan your ballots, get a picture of that, preserve your ballots, but minimally cast vote records. All right. So if you are a podcast listener, thank you. Make sure that you like, share, and subscribe. Make sure that you're subscribed because Big Tech unsubscribes all the time. Uh, it really helped me out if you would rate and review the show. Five-star reviews, guys. Hey, if you give me one through four stars, leave a comment. I love reading those comments and I'm interested in how to make the program better. If you're a visual watcher, then you see uh, scrolling a 
across the bottom of the screen this whole time, it says support Gail's lawsuit. Uh, so let's hear what that's all about. Um, guys, the website is givesendgo.com slash liberty. Uh, that's where you can help. You know, all the time I say, the man in the arena these days is always a woman. She's run for office and now she is suing um, to, to help and secure the vote. So make sure you go to givesendgo.com slash liberty, contribute to Gail's lawsuit, which is really we the people's lawsuit. She just happens to be uh, the petitioner, the one who's filing. Um, so can you share with us a little bit about this? Yeah, thank you very much for, for doing that. Yeah, so um, I I need legal um, counsel. I need to be able to, to uh, pay for legal counsel, obviously. And um, I, don't, I, I am independent here and really um, I'm, a, I'm a realtor and haven't sold a house in quite a while because um, you know what? It's um, one of these things where God has really left me um, in a position where I have been a leader in this movement to um, to fight to save for America. We are in a crossroads in America right now, but we are winning. A lot of this stuff is coming to fruition, and it's kind of like, if not me, who? I mean, a lot of people listened to the pit that weekend, heard about FISMA, right? But by Monday morning, I had this lawsuit going. And um, and so, but I do need some help to get, uh, to pay for the legal fees, to get legal um, advice and uh, move forward because I'm sure they're not gonna go down without a fight. That's for sure. So thank you for that. Of and that course. was givesendgo.com yeah, forward slash Liberty. It's pretty cool that I got that Liberty link. I know, I'm, I'm jealous. Yeah. I... <laughs> Guys, this is important. Again, uh, hearkening back, I'm always hearkening back to Javon Hunt and Pulitzer. It goes back to what he said uh, that night in Georgia, which is really a moment that I'll remember forever. I talk about it all the time. But what's on the line here is what the promise of America means to everyone who's here, but especially to everyone who's not here, who dreams of coming here, because they know where they live there is not true freedom. They know that there are tyrants, there's corruption, uh, and it's more in your face than it is here, believe it or not. And they want to get to America because this is the only place where it's been one person, one vote, everyone created equal under law. If we lose that, then we really are the world's last best hope. If we lose what it means to have a one person, one vote, everyone counts just the same society, then it is really the darkest day uh, for humanity. I mean, it, it really is. Um, so support the lawsuit, get your cast voting record. I think we've probably said it like 30 times. Uh, cast voting record. 31. That's what record. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. yeah. And then watch and share um, the Moment of Truth Summit as much as you can. You know, um, there's a whole trial of machines that started. It, you you kind of go through and you can see what was really cool was the um, every single state was represented. Every single state had problems with their elections, my friends. All 50 had representatives there. And with, with polls, um, canvassing, machines, Every single one, but you go through that. You can you can check out your state and others, but then you can go um, on to where it says uh, it starts with Brandon House uh, speaks at the summit at the moment of truth, and um, when you click on that, you can go to the next one. I think is um, Colonel Sean um, 
retired Colonel Sean Smith. Oh my gosh, that that guy was amazing. Um, I have a little picture here. If you want to add really quick, I can show you if you want to add this to your thing. But if you look at, at all of the chips are made in China. Everything comes from China. Our company, it comes from China. Every, and it shows, um, it shows this tiny little chip that is as small as the pencil tip that infiltrated that um, literally took down um, Apple and who was it? It was uh, Apple, Google, Microsoft, Amazon. Yeah, that that right there on the top of that chip is a chip that was inserted into the machine, and it and wow. it came from yeah. And all of those other chips of the different chips that are on our machines are all made in China. And there is a layer of software that's a you know a, like a trusted platform software so you're not supposed to be able to you know embed any kind of code or anything like that it's supposed to stop it but again who built that china by the way the pcaps from dennis montgomery and the pcaps um they have confirmed them jeff o jeff um o'donnell uh independent contractor has confirmed that these pcaps are real and it did come from china they did infiltrate our elections, and um, it's not a it's not a surprise. It's not a surprise. It is if um, you're leftist, because you're not going to see this on CNN, folks. Don't believe them for a second. I don't care that they fired Tubin, who was masturbating on a Zoom call, because that's acceptable. I don't care that they fired Brian Stelter. Uh, who he should get sued just for being the host of a show called Reliable Sources and posting fake news after fake news after fake news story um you're you're not going to see this in mainstream media you're you're just not and right. when when you get it revealed to you you've got to share you've got to share it with people otherwise they they have so much money they have so much power they have so many networks and indoctrination tools and they're propagandizing everyone if you don't spread something word of mouth then we're just giving it all away, folks. We really are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there is also, um, if you go to blackboxvoting.org, you can download a book. It's by Bev Harris. And this blackboxvoting.org, it talks about the stuff that's been going on for years. This was um, created in 2003. And she makes inference to the fact that this is going back to George H.W. Bush and his election and Dick Cheney. And so, listen, it's this is not a Democrat or Republican um, situation. What this is is 100 percent an American situation. We have got corruption on both sides of the aisle. We And right now it's time to pick a side. You are either a patriot or a traitor to this country. Period. There is no in between. There is no in between. You have to pick a side. You're, we're at war here, my friends. We are at war, and we do not want to have to pick up arms. Okay. We want to be able to pick up our pens and vote. We want to be able to pick up our pens and vote in person. We must get rid of these machines. Go back it's to precinct. So 
It's so funny you say that because I talk to people all the time and they say, well, violence is always off the table or violence is never the answer. And my rebuttal to that is if you think that violence is off the table, you are an imbecile. You're reasoning like a child. Violence is always on the table. Newsflash, there's always going to be more murder in the world. There's always going to be uh, war in the world. From the garden until the last you know, verse of Revelation, there's always been fighting. If you think that we're going to achieve some utopia, you and AOC are idiots. Um, so here in the United States, the last thing that anyone wants is armed conflict, especially anyone who's seen war, who's seen combat, anyone who's been in life or death situations, um, anyone who's, you know, law enforcement officers, military people that have seen those things. That's not what we want, but it's not off the table. Of course, of course, war is always on the table. So I never advocate for war. I'm not calling for war. But of course, war and armed conflict is a reality. I'm not going to pretend like it's not. You know, the Bible says the Lord trains my hands for battle, for war, to give me strength to bend a bow of bronze. I just don't even know what to say uh, when when people say that. It, It always just makes me want to slap them. Um, I do. I want to play one more clip. There are so many bone-chilling things out there, but we we talk about them so people have the moment where they finally get it. Because even people that believe the same things we do, maybe they're Republicans or conservative or whatever, there are so many people on every side of every issue, Democrats included, who they're still blinded by the reality of what's going on. Okay, even after 2000 mules, even after all of these affidavits where people put their freedom on the line, where modern day Americans are pledging their lives, their honor and their sacred fortunes um, or their sacred, their lives, their fortunes and their sacred honor. They're putting those things on the line now today. And and you're still walking around asleep. Here's another clip from Selection Code. Guys, go watch the movie. It's at selectioncode.com. Um, and you'll see it in the clip, but this is crystal clear. There's only one way that this could happen. Watch. But the image is a perfect copy. Yeah, so it it's a, a clone of the system. It's a hard drive. Forensic copy bit for bit of everything that was on the Mesa County computer. I had some people who who knew my capabilities uh, that said, you really ought to look at this. She's the clerk. So the system's operation for an election, it was her duty to preserve those election records. And then when they compared the two images, they discovered that election records had been deleted or altered. 29,000 of them that are the fingerprints, the DNA, the blood type of how they got to the totals of the 2020 and the 2021 election. You know, it's funny. I actually flipped. I actually flipped my clips. The So that was the clip that I was supposed to show at the beginning. And the clip that I showed in the beginning was the one that I was supposed to show now. Um, So that's a great clip too. But if you remember back to that 
first one where they're in a plus seven district. They're in a plus seven uh, Republican controlled place. You know, 70% of of, uh, ballots cast are for Republicans where they had an incumbent and several Republican candidates running. All of them lost. It was a total flip. All of the Democrats won. But the linchpin was, if you remember back to the beginning, and maybe I'll drop it in here again so you can watch it again. Every single Democrat won, and they announced before, the not before the election results were out to the press, before the clerk had sent out the election results. They're essentially still tabulating them themselves, and they got it down to the vote. They knew exactly, almost as if they could see into the voting machines from wherever they were. They got it exactly right, almost as if if someone had told them what the result was going to be. And these are those moments that you need to pay attention to because they have their script, and sometimes they read their lines too soon. Fox News did this when when they called Arizona, and uh, mainstream media did this when they when they were carrying water for the Georgia pipe burst, but the pipe never burst, and 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 the Secretary of State of Pennsylvania, guys, you've got to pay attention to this stuff because how is it that four different campaigns and four different campaign managers with their websites and social media and stuff they get the results thirty minutes before the clerk sends the results out? You got to wonder how that is. Very, very suspicious. That was the cold open um, that we watched. Again, that's from Selection Code. Selectioncode.com is where you can watch it. Uh, but, you know, color me suspicious when someone knows the election results before the people tabulating the election results actually know. That, that's super odd. Well, and I want to I wanna say to, to your point on that other clip, those databases, um, the, the actual databases files are now uploaded again on frankspeech.com. So uh, any of you geeks, nerds, uh, or, or even if you just want to, you know, look from one to the other, you can see the difference. And the actual databases are now uploaded on frankspeech.com. So you can see what Dominion did with their trusted build. They, I mean, they came in and they wiped many of the adjudication files. We in Arizona, we have a guy by the name of Brian Martinez who used the election officials pass, Christy Passarelli. He did not have security clearance. He used her badge to get into the election management servers. Um, He's the database database guru there, I don't for layman's terms. And uh, he went into this server room and proceeded to delete 1.2 million adjudication files. Now, again, on my Rumble channel, you will see this. We have this on video. And to date, both Christy Passarelli and Brian Martinez are still working for Maricopa County Board of Elections. And it disgusts me. We have this, we have the date and time stamps, we have it all. And these guys are still working for Maricopa County. Man, it must be nice to operate with impunity, you know? It's it's just the that that good old boy party. Um, if you're not the tech nerd, but you want to kind of look at some of these things, look at uh Tina Peters reports. Um, and it's weird. I mean, I would start with report number three. Um 
And you can check that out on her website. You can go to frankspeech.com. One, you should be on frankspeech.com. Where is it? There we go. Uh, Great shows, news, podcasts. Um, You can... Guys, it's up to us. If, If we don't do something now... I, I feel like the the shot clock is winding down. Um, it really is. Uh, and if I may but, plug, uh, um, please support Mike Alindell and me um, through um, promo code Gale. I'm not sure if you're a sponsor, but if he sponsors you, Joe, I saw you have the Z stack. But um, you know, you can use promo code Gale G A I L as well and get up to 66% off that, you know, that helps support me and my efforts um, to get the information out to all of you. And of course, um, he uses, you know, anything that you do with mypillow.com or frankspeech.com. You have hundreds of items there, Um, but you're, he's really bringing all of that to the Lindell offense fund. It's not the defense fund. It's the offense fund. And uh, you can definitely um, do that as well. So thank you for that. He's a Mike Mike Lindell is an incredible patriot. He had this information um, with the PCAPs. Everybody was wondering what was going on. Um, you, you'll hear the story um, when you go to frankspeech.com. You can hear the story about how um, how and why you know this this is coming out now, and how Jeff O'Donnell, who was just featured in that clip right there, the he goes by the Lone Roy Killen on um, Telegram. Um, he's the one that verified as well the um, the PCAP structure. He's known. And his story, I'll just give you a little. His story was like when he was going to look at that, he was he was telling his wife, what, is, what if I am the one that has to tell Mike Lindell that these are not real? You know, like what if I have to do that after all of this stuff? But um, oh man, <laughs> he was you know he had a lot in his shoulders there. But you know what? He has verified that these packet captures are real. That they and they have um, I, I don't remember how thirty two terabytes, <laughs> which is a lot. This of data. is totally out of left field. But I just love uh, Roger Stone's on Lindell TV right now. I just love his <laughs> office. <laughs> like his heart. Oh yeah, look at that. It's like decked out. Uh that's why I'm ADDing over here. because uh, I, I, I click back on the home screen of frankspeech.com uh and Roger Stone's on. Um yeah, man. Uh I I am uh I do do the promo code with uh my pillow and Mike Lindell. But guys, okay. today definitely, whenever you listen to this, definitely use Gail's code. It's mypillow.com promo code Gail G-A-I-L uh for you, you uh uh literary uh, uh people that have uh literature disability <laughs> can't spell. And no I'm not talking about dyslexic. I'm just talking about people where your phone and computer do all of your spelling for you. Uh it's promo code Gail at MyPillow dot com. All right. Well, that's just about everything that that I had. Anything you want to leave us with? Uh, let's see. Um, everybody needs to vote in person on election day. Okay. Oh yeah. Do not mail in your ballots. For goodness sake, I'm begging you. Do not mail them in. I cannot believe after all of this stuff, people are still dropping their their uh, mail. Their ballot, their precious American sacred ballot into the mail. Okay. I mean, it there's just so many ways that it can be transferred 
um, I think there's like six hands that it goes through before it actually gets counted. And then who knows what's going to happen in the machine anyway. But there's just, there's no chain of custody there. I mean, would you take an envelope and um, put a thousand dollars in it and then just drop it in the mail without even get like a certified a registered receipt that it would received on the other end. You don't even know what's happening, let alone putting nope. me in, I call them in the mule boxes that are, you know, unmanned, uncamered, no, no stamps on them. You have to vote in person. This is how I believe we won um, with Carrie Lake in Arizona. We, we beat the algorithms. They, you know, they, there were too many people showed up. They couldn't get enough. Um, they couldn't grab enough names out of the poll books. And by the way, the poll books, are the other thing that we have to clean up. We have to get rid of the Eric system. 100%, these poll books are corrupted and they are connected to the internet. The poll books are connected to the internet. And so they they need to find, so I always say, um, you know, we've got these corrupted voter rolls and uh, don't, if you get a mail-in ballot and you don't vote, don't worry, they'll vote for you. Okay. Guys, this it's is- terrible. Uh, this is just such common sense. I was an election officer here in Loudoun County, and you've got your poll pad, you know, that you're checking people in, and then they go and vote on this machine. But riddle me this. If there was an error, instead of the precinct captain coming to my poll pad or going to the machine that the patron, the voter, was using, they had a third machine. And, and they're kind of like, these are like little iPads. I don't know. They're not branded. I, I don't know if it's a Samsung device or an iPad or whatever, but it's it's kind of, it's a, it's a flat screen, you know, little device. And I'm checking voters in. When there's an issue, when there's a problem, if they're not connected to the internet, how in the hell does the precinct captain go on a third machine and fix what's going on on my machine and 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 with the voter? Like, how is that possible? And they they just lie straight to your face and they just expect you to eat it. I mean, you can make an argument that it's Bluetooth enabled, like that's a whole lot more secure. Oh, uh, it's not internet, it's Bluetooth, so no one can get into it. Yikes, anyone ever airdropped you a photo, someone that you didn't know? Anyone ever try and send something to your phone or your laptop when you're sitting in the coffee shop and you don't know who that person is? Totally secure, guys. Don't ask any questions. Right, it's run. It's run through what they call a mesh network, but it's not secure. You, I mean, they found fifty-six open ports um, in our audit in Arizona. So all you need is to get in there once, and then you're and and, and you access the everything. They're the basic ports, not the obscure yeah. ports. This is if you Correct. took Ethical Hacker One Hundred and One. These are the first ten ports that they try. They tell you to try. Those right. are unsecure. You don't right. have to be a master level. You don't have to be Ed Snowden to get into these things. A six-year-old no. taking code ABCs or code ninjas or whatever can get into your voting, you know, machine. I've I've yeah. just had it with the electronics. I really have. Yeah. And the other thing I want to just share with you, go to precinctstrategy.com. Become a precinct committee person. We have got to come back in and, 
and, and take our country back from the inside. So we've got a lot of corruption in the Republican Party. It's a fact. But, you know, you and I can go in. I've been a precinct committee woman for six years. You go in there. You can click on your state. You'll find out exactly what you need to do to get involved with your community. We can vote out these guys, the the and guys and gals um, from the inside as precinct committeemen. This is an elected position and um, it's an honor to be able to serve um, our community. You really just, um, you're working with your local legislatures, you're getting out and talking to your neighbors, um, letting them know about what's going on um, in, in your community, who to vote for, who you endorse, and most importantly, who is um, in leadership in the um, in the Republican Party, and we can vote them out. And uh, and in our in our uh, state, we we went back to uh, paper ballots <laughs> in uh, Maricopa County. So I'm really glad about that. So awesome. uh, we can really vote them out. Yeah, yeah, that that's the way to do it, guys. I completely agree. Precinct strategy. Love those guys, Dan Schultz over there. This is how. Uh, this is what Gail's talking about: taking things back with the pen. Um, that that is sometimes lawsuits and um, you know standing your ground there in the courtroom, but also in we don't need a new party. We need patriots. We need the people listening to this to invade the Republican Party to take it over. This is what uh, this is what um, oh what is his name? Uh, he's a junior. The the guy he reinvigorated uh, conservative thought. Why is his name popping out of my head? Uh, duh, duh, duh. Okay, it's it's gone. I don't have it. Um, but this is... I can't believe I can't remember this guy's name. He reinvigorated American conservative thought. Uh, in it's just, I can see, I can see his body. He wrote, uh, he went to Yale and when he graduated, he wrote uh, God and Men at Yale. I'm going to Google it. This is going to piss me off. Yeah, Google it. <laughs> I guess I'm not sure. You're thinking of otherwise I'd throw some names out. William F. Buckley Jr. Goodness gracious. Um, So William F. Buckley Jr. uh, reinvigorated American conservatism, you know, rebranded it. Uh, He was kind of witty. Um, He he was kind of a, I don't know what to call it, like a cross between a Ben Shapiro and a Charlie Kirk, you know. He, he was viral before there was viral. But anyway, this is how you do it today. It's precinct strategy where we invade the Republican Party so that the Freedom Caucus isn't this little tiny group, but instead so that everyone is freedom-minded, individual liberty-minded, constitutional conservatives, and the establishment shills are the small caucus that doesn't have any power or influence. So we just need to flip it. And the way that we do that is not by starting 20 little patriot parties. It's by precinct strategy, right where you are. If you take over your county and everyone else in these other red counties, the patriots there take over their county, then it's done. The the party is rebuilt. We're going to build back better, guys. (laughs) We're going to build back better. uh, Oh, boy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, on that right. one, I don't know if I am coming back. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, no. that's the show. Uh, support Gail's lawsuit. The Give, Send, Go is givesendgo.com slash liberty uh, to help her get it done in the courtroom uh, to secure the vote. That is all we got. Uh, make sure you subscribe to Thank her you. 
uh, her locals. Her Rumble channel, which is Gail Golick, it's also linked right below. Thanks so much. Have an amazing weekend. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Joe Mobley Show. Remember to subscribe and make sure you don't miss out on future content. You can always show your support by leaving a review or making a financial contribution by going to thejoemobleyshow.com and hitting support the show. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. If that was the first prayer you've ever prayed, I hope it won't be the last. Until next time, this is The Joe Mobley Show.